so to your point of uh the open mic the to your first question the <clears throat> mic the tuesday general oral so the owner <laughs> i tell every i tell every venue when i start off right i'm like hey, it's gonna be about a month three months yeah before the show kicks right now it's an every week show so i'm like you're gonna have to give it at least like a month and a half two months yeah before it starts you know what i'm saying going yeah. hard he says oh i understand everything has to grow i get it and then um four weeks in he was like yeah i don't know if this is going to work like uh it doesn't seem like a lot of people uh are sticking around it's more trouble than it's worth because the because <laughs> it was a dance hall so they ain't uh -huh. got no seats yeah, you've been in the joint. Yeah, there's yeah. no real seats in the joint. So the problem with it is, is that because there's no seats in the joint, um, people would come in, they would see the over mic, and then they would just dip out. Like they would might order one drink and then they dip out because there's nowhere to sit. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. He ain't want to put no seats in the joint. <laughs> right. Dude. So he's like, it's it's not worth it. <laughs> right. So yo, let's start this joint up. Let's start it up. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. I'm get in trouble podcast. Your boy Eddie Lyles. Uh turns G is at home dealing with some family stuff, some news that I let him um let everybody know about. And then we got uh Lloyd Lee's at work. So solo dolo baby. <laughs> but I got my man Shay Clemens in the building. What's going what up, on? everybody? Yo, so I'm um, pretty sure we was talking about like I had a I have a mic in, uh, uh I don't have a mic, I'm sorry. Uh DC Comedy Festival had a mic in DC and uh the the club owner, like we were like, yo, look, it's gonna take some time to build this, whatever. And um a month in to the building phase, he was like, "Yeah, I don't know if this is going." <laughs> but this and this the this the bitch to drink, right? So he backs out on Sunday. I think that Tuesday, all had fifty six reservations. Yeah, it was it was just nuts. It was just like dog. Like the only thing you had to do was wait one week. That's it. You got to right. be patient with comedy, man. This is an intricate sport. Yeah, bruh. Like you, I mean, you run shows, you know how this journey goes, bruh. Yeah, like, nobody, nobody wants to wait for that. Nobody got time to be waiting for this, <laughs> right. this shit to, to make shoot. Comics don't have time for it to wait no. <laughs> to get good. So right. Yo, but nah, so yeah, you how long you been doing comedy, Shay? Ten years, man. I had ten years in September. Last last Stop. September just passed. Hold up, what did you start at? You started you didn't start in DC though. No, no, no. I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. I moved here uh February 2019. You know what I'm saying? Got it. Yeah. Oh, hold up. So, but you military? Yeah, I'm, I, and I'm in the Air Force. You still in? I thought you got out. Uh -uh, I'm still in. I'm still active. But I retire in May. Oh, you bald to retire. So yeah. it's like, are you going to stay in D.C. or are you going to? Yeah, I'm going to stay here, man. I like it here, bro. Why? Here's the thing. Because it's not Florida? That, but far as the comedy scene go, here's what you got to understand. I came from Jacksonville, Florida, a super small market. Y'all got a market here that I've not really, really yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. I ain't never lived in a city with a market. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So, but hold up, are you married though? Yeah, I'm married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bro, why don't you just get to New York? So here's the thing about why that. She don't want to move to New York. We just went to New York like, like three weeks ago. She ain't with that shit. She fucking hate New York. She don't hate it. It's just another move for the kids and all that. Nah, she you know hates it, bro. I ain't mad. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even mad. No, I hate New York. Like, I don't, I don't, like, I like the, I don't hate New York. I, I just don't like the mentality of New York. And it's mostly because I just ain't used to it yet. I it's, know that's it, what it is. It's one of my top I favorites. I know that's what it is. I think everybody should have a top five favorite cities. New York is number one for me. Do you have a top favorite five city? favorite cities? Of all, like to do comedy, just period, just food, just oh to do food. comedy or like just okay. period. Let's talk about your top five favorite cities to do comedy in. Chicago. Yeah. <sighs> Chicago, DC. Mm, I love North Carolina. I love Greensboro. But I only went down there for the festival, so I can't. Well, I know I went for another show too. Uh-huh. I don't know. And then, Greensboro, uh, North Carolina. Yeah, I did not because of the scene. It was just, it was just different, bro. Like to like, so up here it's like I'm southern. You know what I mean? Yeah. L- like so, like it's like so, like even the people I work, I work on Long Island. So it's like a lot of the people out here be like, "Man, where you from in the south?" Like I'm like, hold on, what? Like yo, like they really like they pick up on that accent fast, like right. quick and hurry. Right. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. L.A. was nice. I didn't really <laughs> fuck with it that much. Arizona, I loved Arizona. I ain't up Phoenix, 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 Arizona. I never been to Phoenix. You gotta go to Phoenix. I heard. You gotta go to dog. You ever sweat in the dark? You yeah. ever... <laughs> <laughs> Is that hot? Like, yo, I went to Phoenix doing a, a heat wave, bro. It was a hundred and it was a hundred and ten degree. It was hundred and fifteen degrees during the daytime. It was a hundred and six or hundred and five. That's at night. That's miserable, dog. I was. The, it was the worst. It was the worst time to ever go to Phoenix for somebody like 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 us. Well, not you, because you're from Florida, so you used. Yeah, to I'm good. Man. Yeah, no, I should just do it. Like, yeah. like when you walk outside in Florida, it feel like somebody's spitting on you. Not in, not in, not in dog. I've never been so hot. I've never been so hot without sweating in my life. Because like, it's, it's no, yeah, it's dry heat. It's dry. So there's yeah. no humidity. So it's like, dog, you just burn. You just, literally just feel like something's burning you. Yeah, right? that's how it is too. And then, and then, but then at night, as soon as night came, I'm just sweating. <laughs> like I was. <laughs> I was like, yo, what the fuck is this, son? That joint was weird as hell. But I mean, it was fun. Yeah. It was, that body confused as hell, bro. It was fun, but yeah. Like, it's still like, uh, I met some Jonathan Gregory's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, he That's one of Oral's boys. He got uh-huh. cool people. White boy, yo, got into a whole pissing contest about COVID. Like, because, yeah, because I went out there doing COVID. Yeah. Bro, so he get. <laughs> He do a performance for a guy who owns a limousine service. So the guy sends a limousine to pick him up inside the limousine. Everybody chilling, drinking, no mask. So a comic, a comic in Arizona was like, "Yeah, I hope, I hope all you motherfuckers catch COVID and die." <laughs> Damn! Yeah. He put a picture up. He went straight to it. Put up a picture. It was like, 
I hope you I hope you motherfuckers catch COVID and die. Like damn. Yeah, yeah, so but and John was just like, You hope I die? I will come to your house and eat you. Like it was like on you know that white boy shit, bro. Like, where that shit get so dark? Yo, oh, he's a dark ass comic. Oh, 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 John, no, John Jonathan Gregory's a dark, funny as hell, though. Yeah. Dark, 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 dark. Bro, that about like doing the doing the doing the show. He was like, We're not worried about COVID. Ran around and gave everybody a hug. Like, <laughs> was, like, was like 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 nose to nose with a like a, a lady he didn't know. I was like, yo, this guy is wild. Yeah. He committed. Oh, to all the way through and through. <laughs> all the way through. Like, man, I've never seen I've never seen no some conservative shit like this in my Fucking life, bro. <laughs> is it humor dark? Like, is it set dark? Yes. Yes. You but, have to. You. You. I, I think. Yeah. You have to be funny. Oh, that shit gonna crash. Oh yeah, I think he. I think he did. Uh, he did DC Comedy Loft. He did DC Comedy Loft back in the day. But yeah, no, he's he's fucking he's fucking funny. I'll give him that. He's like he's like a vet too. I think he's like he's like twenty years. No, probably yeah. like 17, 17, 18 yeah. years in. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been doing it for a long ass time. So it's like even if I feel like no matter what city you go to, if you've been doing it for too long, it's hard to not be funny at all. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, that's consistent. True. If you've been consistent, yeah, yeah. You want, consistent. You want, that's the key. Yeah, I don't know. Not everybody's consistently like you. You get that joint when you run your shows, right? Like mm-hmm. your band would be like, "Hey, I want to perform." Like, how long have you been doing it? Oh. Like like nineteen years. They go up. You be like, oh yeah, this is my this is my. Uh, I just came back three months ago, nigga. Then that wasn't nineteen years. <laughs> so three months ago, motherfucker. Don't try that shit. You must say, nigga. You offer Don't do that shit to me. But nah. So all right. So what made you start doing shows anyway, though? Being a military dude, like Man, you got a steady paycheck. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I started late. So I started at thirty one. Um, then my wife was at a show. And I've always been like the funny dude because I, I can roast. Like that's my thing. I I, I grew up having to roast because I had fucked up sneakers mm. as a kid. That's all little stuff. So so uh Hold on. <laughs> so you have fucked up sneakers, so you was like, you know what? I'm gonna be a comic. Fuck these I had, motherfuckers. I had, I had I had to defend myself every day. That is, a, that is a hold on of petty. <laughs> nigga, I'm I'm King Petty, nigga. And that was that was a hold on of petty like I've never heard before. Listen. You don't understand, bro. I had one of them cheap moms. Wasn't poor at all, nigga. She was just cheap. All the worst sneakers oh, that's that. Worse. What's your worst pair of sneakers? I guarantee you I could beat you. As a kid. Growing up. I can't tell you, bro. I didn't have bad Like, I all this is my the only problem with my sneakers was my mom wouldn't keep buying them. She wouldn't keep buying them. Wouldn't keep buying them. Well, I had everything, bro. I, oh, she bro, was good. I, I was, yeah, I was fresh. But we was poor. My mom, but my mom, did. my <laughs> father was fresh. My father, they still like this, yo. My father was fresh. My mom was fresh. My sister won like uh, best dress in school every goddamn year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't dress worth shit. And I just kept growing. So like they would literally buy clothes with me. I would outgrow them. And my mom was like, fuck this shit. And we ain't had former meals or none of that shit back then. If we yeah. had former meals, I would have been fine. I would have been fired. We ain't had none of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, nigga, you keep growing. Fuck this. <laughs> you don't keep buying these fucking shoes. Right. <laughs> nigga, we had a store called Payless. 
Oh, no, I never wore Payless. Yeah, I wore Payless. I had a pair of kangaroos with two geriatric straps on the motherfuckers, like the Velcro. And I wore them to school. <laughs> like an old man. <laughs> like, like I had a gout. No, no, I'll give you this. The worst shoes I ever, the worst shoes I ever put on my feet, were still expensive, but they were the worst. Exactly, right? That, that, that shit is like very because it was before. So like my brother makes fun. My brother's a fashion designer, right? Yeah. It's like so, this nigga like he's a fashion designer and a rapper. So this nigga fresh yeah. to death, right? <laughs> I can't. Back then, fashion designers weren't in. You couldn't wear outside the norm. He makes fun right. of me all the time because I only wear black. Like I rarely got, I rarely got color in my my fatigue. Like because I used to get fried at school if I wore any type of color. Right. My mom bought me an all Fubu outfit, jean jacket, the jean jacket and the pants with some um the the Dookie uh the Dookie Tims, nigga, the brown, the brown Tims. So my outfit, even at I was probably like twelve. My outfit was probably like a hundred. <laughs> like my fubu probably cost like seventy five for the right. bottom and the top. The right. shoes like one ten. Man, I'm I'm at least I'm walking around with at least two hundred dollars worth of clothes. Right, and got fried. Oh, and after that, out and after that, I was like, I never wear. I, I look, I don't get fried when I wear black. I'll <laughs> get fried when I wear hoodies. I don't get fried when I wear black tee. Dude, I went through a coogee phase. Like my brother, my brother still called me Coogee every blue moon, right? Right. So <laughs> I went through a Coogee phase. All my Coogee was black and white. <laughs> this nigga's not going to try nothing. He, I ain't trying to push. Nigga, I remember. Nigga, listen, I put this post up the other day, nigga. I remember every slight. I remember every Joan. I remember everything anybody has ever made fun of me about, bro. Fucking the colors. And that's and that's just, bro. It stick like. <laughs> I, you know how like people be like, I don't care, nah, nigga, I don't care for you to know for me to care. Like I care <laughs> that you don't, that you know that I don't care. That's what right. I care about, right? Like they no. like what, bro? I, I stay in the big boy clothes, nigga. I feel like you. White, Black, I stay. Like I got a red shirt. Somebody was like Kool Aid Man. I ain't put that shit on again. <laughs> That's the first thing. I, nigga. <laughs> I got a red shirt to say I'm gonna get a, tr a red hoodie. That joint fire. Right. Niggas was like, nigga, you look like the Kool-Aid man. I was like, oh, okay, that's what's up. I think I wore that joint like five times before somebody said that joint. I ain't wore it since, son. Niggas traumatized by the color red. Nigga, wait, yo, you can't make you can't make fun of me in my clothes, bro. That shit, that shit hurt my feelings, nigga. I'm sensitive, yeah. bro. That's what I went through, man. Because I, I got two older brothers and she never bought new clothes. So I would wear shit that they wore. I'm in seven, you know, I'm in I'm in third grade. Them niggas in tenth. We wearing the same jeans. My shit cuffed up 80, 88 times. Oh, I walk around looking like Huckleberry Finn, nigga. I remember I had a gross because my and like so like did you have like big growth spurts? Yeah, so from maybe from eighth grade to eleventh grade, I got taller. So I, I didn't nah, I didn't have none, I didn't have no miraculous growth spurts. Yeah, I literally just kept I literally just I never had growing pains, none of that shit. Uh -huh. I literally just kept growing. So like, niggas <laughs> <laughs> still growing, bro. I literally, this is not a lie, yo. From the age of I think like seven, every time on my birthday, I from seven to thirteen, no, seven to fourteen, my shoe size grew every year. I bet your parents one size. 
It was whatever my age was. That was the size shoe I wore. Good grief, boy. How about your pair okay. of that shit? Oh, what? Nigga, you got me four pairs of shoes. They were gone. Cause you and you know you got to go to halves, so it was right. like I go seven, seven and a half, eight, eight and a half, nine, nine and a half, ten, ten and a half. Then it was eleven, and so when I hit twelve, my father, me and my father wore the same size shoe. Mm-hmm. So I would wear my father. I would go like he'd be like, "Yo, like why are you wearing my shoes?" My father would get. We I think me, me and my sister bought my father Nike boots. Mm-hmm. We bought him a pair, two pair, a pair of Nike boots. That man wore them joints to work. And he worked <laughs> construction. Right. Oh, it's just fucked up. Bruh. So then we bought him two more pair of Nike boots. He wore both of them. He was like, here's one for construction. Here's one to stay home. And you still got the Nike boots that we already gave you. That nigga wore them joints to work. He wore both of them to work. That nigga had three pair of fucked up Nike boots. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wish, nigga. I, I had. So, so so I had to get funny. So I've been like the funny mm. dude. You know what I'm saying? You know, the right. snapping and roasting, joning dude. But then I, uh, man, it was, it was a dare. My wife was like, Matter of fact, we went to a comedy show at the Comedy Zone, Jax, and my wife was like, you should try comedy. I'm like, you think I'm that funny? Like, I'm I'm happy. You think I'm that goddamn funny? And and they have a workshop. They had a comedy, you know, the comedy comedy club workshop and shit, and I did it. I fell yeah. in love with it. I fell in love with it immediately. And I just learned what, how to write. What, just, did you bomb up front, or did you use straight up front? I didn't bomb to my second time. Because yeah, the night of the graduation time. show, yeah, so, so we had a graduation show, and that motherfucker was filled to the rim. It was like, you know, packed. So even right. though I wasn't good at all, they still laughed because it was like they were laughing at the effort, and it was like a white crowd. So you know, sometimes white people laugh at effort. Oh, that was adorable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> don't really give a fuck if it's funny or not, because they know this is my first time. But um, but I but I, I didn't really actually I didn't really really bomb until I went to Atlanta the first time, and that's when I knew I went shit. <laughs> yo, hold up. Where did you go in Atlanta, yo? So, so here's the thing, dude. I was feeling myself. So I was, cause I always, you know, kind of like studied the game and I always had my favorite comics and shit like that. And right, I just right, talk right, about, right. Yeah, I tell my story. So n- no bullshit. It was I started in 2011. I started September 2011. November, the day before Thanksgiving, Atlanta had a show called. Uh, it was at a uh, two five five Peters. It was an open mic. Right on a Wednesday night, I knew I was gonna be off the next day, so I said, "Fuck it." I drove to Atlanta. That, I drove to Atlanta that Wednesday to do an open mic, to get five minutes, and I bombed. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How far? How hold on, hold on. How far was that? From Jacksonville to Atlanta is five hours. You drove five hours for an open mic and bombed. Yep. On your second right. time? No, no, no. That was my first time. So, so I had been doing comedy from September, October, November. So two months. Two months okay, in, okay, I, had been, okay, you know, okay. well, I had been doing the comedy club and doing local shit in Jacksonville. I was funny in Jacksonville, but somebody was like, "If you really want to, you know how, you know how, yeah, you know, like, 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 you know how comics are. Like, if you really want to find out how funny you is, you got to go to Atlanta. You gotta, you gotta yeah. go see what's good in Atlanta." Yeah, that was the measuring point. So, man, I went to Atlanta, and it was um, to my defense, me and the first dude bombed like a motherfucker. Everybody after that was funny. <laughs> Oh, so, oh, you went in the first two and got oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I ate it. So here's so the thing. So you said to show up at I... <laughs> the third guy. That's always the worst when you said to show up at. <laughs> the third guy who who went after me was Rob Hayes. Oh, and that nigga's hilarious. And that nigga's amazing. 
And that nigga yeah, killed yeah, 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 yeah. So I, was, I was like, well, it ain't the crowd. It's got to be me. And everybody, and, and, and all the subsequent comics after that did amazing because they were Atlanta comics. So they were used to that, that speed of the stage. Like, I'm a storyteller. And even back then, I was a storyteller, but I, I didn't know how to be quick. And I think that's what Atlanta teaches you. It teaches you how to get to your shit quick. They didn't got time. You got three minutes. They already didn't seen all the best comics, you know, in the world. Because it's Atlanta. in the world, in the world, in the world. All the best new comics in the world come. Like Atlanta's a different breed. I don't know. We was just I was just talking about this with somebody else, bro. Atlanta just kicks out bangers, bro. Bangers, dog. Like, it's like, so like and it's not like nobody else is funny. It's like they just get to the funny way faster, way faster. And you that's know, and that's what. That's what they teach, and and I think that's what that scene really, like that scene really teach you how to perform, because yeah. you know if not, nigga, they gonna boo you. I did get booed, but I, I rather would have got booed than got crickets how I did, because I almost I almost quit that night. I I, I was like, yeah, I can't do this shit. Yo, I've never. <laughs> yo, I, I, I had to fix my light because I should, I'm looking at the looking at the glare one, and I was like shiny as shit. On one side, <laughs> my, my halo light, the lens fell off. No, hold on. So, <laughs> hold on. So, Atlanta, like I said, everybody in Atlanta, I feel like you're right. They get to the funny show fast. Yeah. And then, did I lose you or you lost me? No, 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 I'm good. You can see me? I don't know which one. I'm good. I'm all the way in. Yeah. Now, you're, oh, now, now you're you're looking a little fuzzy. Yeah, no, I, yeah, my drink, you know, my sir, I told you this janky service, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm like, that's why you keep seeing me look down is because I'm looking at the drink from my phone, too. You know? Because <laughs> I got, that's the only way for me to tell <laughs> what's going on. Yeah. I'm doing something. Go back upstairs and close, and close my door. And close my door. Oh, hold Shit. on. How many, kids, how many kids you got? I got two daughters, man, 15 and five. How many kids you got, yo? Two. 15 and five. Huh? Two. Can you hear me? I got two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I'm I'm just looking at you like that's you didn't learn your lesson after the first one. <laughs> hey, I got set up 10 years off. This nigga took 10 years off of busting nuts inside. Exactly. Like, you know what? I got do it again. Let's up. do it again. No, nah, I can't do it. I'm I'm I'm, uh, that might happen to me because I'm like I don't want no more kids. But I said this is what I said. I said if I get if I got money in a bank and I'm doing what I love, then yeah. I'll like if I'm making money off of comedy where it's like yeah. I I can survive. Like yeah. I might have another kid. Like if 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 the whoever I'm with will do it. Other than that, nigga, I'll I'll adopt when I'm older. Nigga, nigga I'm fuck out of here, bro. I'm, my, I'm, my wife get pregnant again. I'm moving to Mexico. Fuck it. I'm not staying. <laughs> Especially not a daughter, nigga. Here's my thing, though, and I say this on stage. You got two girls. I got two girls, and I feel like if you have, if anybody has more than three kids, if you have more than two kids, you gotta let one of them go. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that, and I don't. This is the 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 views of of Shake Limits is not the views of Eddie. Glass. It's always gonna be sure that. Listen, it's always it's gonna, gonna be that in trouble, nigga. It's the name of the podcast. Go ahead, have fun. It's always gonna be that one fucked up kid. It's always gonna be <laughs> if you have more than two kids, then you gotta charge one to the game. 
Everybody no, homework not gonna make it on the refrigerator, nigga. I can't, I can't, I can't with you right now. Bro. And if you're not, and listen, audience, if you're not laughing, nigga, because it's you, you the fucked up kid in your family. Nobody fucks with. Yo, I, no, that's me. I'm, I'm the fuck up kid. Are uh, you fuck up? <laughs> How many siblings you I'm got? Fuck up kids. One. Is that you and your brother? You no, no, no. So, man, listen. Let me. Let me so, for everybody in the world that that keeps hearing me say, "My brother, my brother, my brother." I don't have no, I don't have no biological brothers that I know of. Okay, you okay. Get what I mean? All my brothers are like, so you know how it is, nigga. It's gay to say best friend, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was my like, BFF, uh, nigga. Yeah, 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 nigga. Like not on, not even on no, not even on no like homophobic, like sound, like you know what I'm saying, the slur. Right. Like that's I've only heard dudes from the LGBT community say, yeah, that's my best friend. That's like I never. You can't even say it without a list, my nigga. <laughs> you can't even say it without seeing <laughs> you can't a little say bit. Best for, that's not like nigga. Like I come from the I come from the years of masculine. Uh, what is it? Toxic uh, masculine masculinity. toxicity. Yeah, toxic yeah. masculinity, nigga. Like <laughs> nigga, that's my brother, nigga. So yeah. like like I get it. <laughs> so seven I known since I was three. Oh shit! Seven, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. like make it. Like we, like we had a conversation. I don't know if it's true, but I like saying it. I told the nigga, I was like, "Nigga, the only person you, only people you know longer than me is your sister and your mother. Leave me the fuck alone." <laughs> that nigga's your best friend. That's your brother. Would you go see your brother? <laughs> so you got siblings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got. So I got my, uh, I got my sister. Uh, Janine, she owns uh she owns a hair salon uh, in uh in Bennett Road in Southeast, and okay. then um and then I have an older sister for my father, my biological father, but some I don't ever seen I haven't seen her since I was a fucking baby. Okay, like, since I was like three, you know what I'm saying? So I like yeah. like you know like, and I'm scared to do the. <laughs> I am terrified. Like I want to find my sister. I don't give a fuck about my father. I know that nigga probably did, right? right. So my my father, my dad, my pops yeah. is who I always reference. Is, is the the man who raised me since I was two years old. That's my oh. fucking father. You know what I mean? Okay. Got you. So, but uh, like I want to find my older sister. So I'm like, oh, I want to do twenty three and me. Yeah. But my biological father was a fucking gangster. And so I'm right. scared. Like if I put the drink, like you be watching the little Law and Order shit. I'm scared. Yeah. Like I'm gonna do the 23 of me, and then I'm gonna get a knock on the door in like a month. Yeah. Like, hey, let's have a conversation. Uh, right. It looks like a sibling on your father's side. Like, <laughs> murdered 85 people <laughs> in, <laughs> in Wichita, Kansas, or some dumb <laughs> shit. Topeka, <laughs> Kansas, a fucked up city too. Just so yeah, bro. Yo, no you got a cousin. You got a cousin that's an international terrorist. Like nigga, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm petrified. So like, I'd be like, yo, I want to find my sister, and I hope she took the drink too. Right, but I'm just like, nah, <laughs> not hey, gonna, worth the risk, my yeah. nigga. <laughs> I'm gonna go on Facebook so I can share it. So huh? I share, so I can share the podcast. I'm gonna go on Facebook so I can share it. Oh yeah, nah, that's that, yeah, that's what. So that's and that's one of the things we do with the podcast. Like right as soon as we start up, so uh -huh. a lot of people be mad at me, right? Like especially people I know that like be critiquing the fuck out the podcast. They be like, yeah. Man, you always fucking looking down. Look at your guests. 
You need to be looking at the camera. You need to be looking at your guests. I'm like, nigga, I got to share this shit. We don't have no team. I'm doing this shit out of a fucking bedroom. My bed is behind me. That's why I'm so close <laughs> to the camera. So, so nobody can see how unmade my bed is, my nigga. <laughs> who makes the bed, nigga? You finna get right back in it. Nigga, I'm divorced, nigga. I don't know who makes the bed anymore, my nigga. This shit never made sense to me to make up a fucking bed. Nah, yo, I'm gonna be honest. Right, right before the end of my divorce, I actually started like putting the the what's the name the bed back together. Yeah, but and then I found the cheat code. Right, the cheat code is you get two blankets, you get a blanket and a comforter, uh -huh. and then you just sleep on top of the blanket, not the sheets. That's so the laziest goddamn shit ever in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so you put the comforter over you, and then when you put the comforter over you. When you get yes. up, you just gotta fold the comp. Look, I, like and this is the thing, right? Like, if my, my like my brother or my sister, I know when they come in my room because they right. hate both of them are clean freaks. Right. So, so my 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 comforter folded. I'm like, oh, he was in here. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so my oldest brother is a clean freak, but he's also in prison for thirty years. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> you said, hold on, what? My oldest brother is a clean freak. This nigga is the cleanest out of out of all of us. I got two older brothers. I'm a baby. My oldest brother <laughs> is the cleanest nigga in the world. Are you serious? But this nigga in prison for 30 years for second degree murder. That nigga didn't understand <laughs> to clean the bullets before he shot him. Like, <laughs> nigga, I'm still scared to touch my bullets. Nigga, I got I got a legal gun and an illegal gun, and I'm like uh, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> That I ain't never touched any of them bullets. Like, I ain't never touched none of them bullets without a fucking uh, a glove or a fucking rag, nigga. You all to the goddamn line. I'll be, I'll be yeah. goddamn. Somebody steal my gun and shoot somebody. They'd be like, "Well, we caught the, we had one bullet. We found one bullet with a fingerprint on it." Like, nah, <laughs> nah nigga, I'm good. Right. Nah, I'm I clean every. Nigga, I don't even take knives out the house unless I clean them joints off. Are you all to the line, bro? Like, no, nigga. I, I, I be telling these, I can't. Like, that nigga's a, he, he's a, a certified gangster. I'm telling niggas, I'm, I'm too beautiful for prison. The nigga's gonna have me, I'm gonna be somebody's boyfriend the first day, nigga, and process it. Like, this nigga is beautiful. Like, nigga, what are you doing here? I tell niggas this all, all the time. When I used to do illegal shit, nigga, don't get me caught. That's the only, like, nigga, I've done a lot of shit in my day. Don't get me caught, nigga. I have, even, I have a, 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 I have a huge, nigga, I only, you, listen, I've been, to, I've been locked up I've been locked up five times, six times. Yeah. None of them for anything of the illegal activities that I have done. I've only <laughs> been locked up for traffic, my nigga. Right. And that was... <laughs> <I> could, <laughs> this nigga's a serial killer, locked. but he don't like stop signs either. But he only go to jail for the stop <laughs> sign. <laughs> nigga, I can't. Nigga, I slept on that motherfucking concrete floor one time. I said, Ooh. oh, no, sir. Oh no, nigga! I gave up, nigga. How you give up the life of crime and you never got caught for a crime, nigga? I gave up. I gave up crime because I slept on a jail cell for a, a FTA, nigga. That's a failure to appear, nigga. I didn't even get locked. <laughs> oh no, nigga. No. <laughs> I used to speed so, nigga. I used to. I remember there was one time I had a pound of weed in my car, my guy. Yeah, pound of weed in my car, <laughs> and I got pulled over. So I, I like every time I get pulled over, rain, snow, sleet. I don't give a fuck what it is outside. All my windows come down. My fucking keys go on the roof. 
Like, yeah. nigga, if Eddie Lau's ever get shot by the police, riot, motherfucker, because right. they did that. Like, I ain't do shit. They right. did that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I had a pound of weed, everything in my car. I get pulled over. This is not, this is a true story. I get pulled over by a cop for, like, making a, a left turn, mm-hmm. like, making the wrong turn or whatever, like, something. I forgot what it was. They locked me up and told my car. I literally, they never, they never checked my car. Yeah, well, had a whole panel in it. Like they didn't have I the right got, to I was just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they had the right. They had no. They did have the right to. I used to have this fuck because when you get an FTA, when you got a warrant, it don't matter what type oh, of warrant. They can, to appear. they can oh. search your car, oh, nigga. Yeah. That was a nigga. I'm sitting in the jail. I'm sitting in the jail cell, scared as fuck. <laughs> they never said because the only thing they had to do was lift the trunk and move the right thing, and it was over. It was game over. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm not even making that much money off of weed. Like, my- <laughs> <laughs> this shit is really not worth this hard ass conversation. It's not worth this shit. Bro. And, it's, and it's fucking aim toothpaste that they give us, nigga. Right, nigga, I aim toothpaste. It's not, it's not, it's not. Oh, yo, if you got aim toothpaste, you you still wear pay less shoes, nigga. Like, that's. <laughs> if you use aim toothpaste, you killed ducks and babies for no reason. No, for, no, listen. Like, that's like, I. I <laughs> I started using the charcoal toothpaste. Like I remember this young chick told me my teeth was yellow. She said, "Ugh." She, she said, "She said, why your teeth yellow? And they got streaks in them." I said, "Oh, you know how like somebody say anything about teeth, you were like this." Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. young people yeah. say anything to you. They don't give a fuck, bro. And then they say the, the shit that's most accurate about you. The most accurate statement, nigga. You don't eat enough vegetables, do you? What the fuck that? does that mean? Right. <laughs> Like my eyes real little, you know what I'm saying? Motherfucker, like you need same, some bro. But I'm supposed to my eyes little. Open your eyes, they open. Racist? What the fuck are you trying to say? Yo, that's no. I yo, I dated an Asian chick. This is gonna sound so bad, but I'm being so real. I did. <laughs> and she kept me like gave, she was like, give the full warning. <laughs> it's gonna be so fucked up. But you gotta it's hear. So fucked up. You gotta hear. She was like, she was like, she was like. Are we related? Because your eyes is real smart. Son, I get that shit too. Like my eyes wide open right now. Wide oh, open. Nigga. No, no, I can, I can, that's, there you go. If I got to look up. If I look up, yeah. I look like I got big. Look, Rashawn be taking pictures. Rashawn got, t- we taking pictures and she be like, Eddie, <laughs> open your eyes. I'm like, like I want to say B word, but, <laughs> but I was at you so much right now, yo. <laughs> if I open my shit anywhere, I'm looking crazy. Yo, I listen. If you look at the picture, if you look at the recent pictures of me, right when we taking a, a group photo, it's always me, like, <laughs> right? Because you gotta open your shit. <laughs> like I'll open my like because yeah. I don't want her to say shit about right. my eye, like you gonna hit all my sensitive areas. Then you, <laughs> I got put on the flash. It's too dark in here for Eddie. You know what, little motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, motherfucker? I, I, I think I might I, like. No, um, no, I'm saying I think I met Sean doing doing one of your shows over at the uh the Wonderland the Wonder, Wonder something ballroom. Oh, Wonderland ballroom. Wonderland ballroom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She good people, yo. She. Yeah, that's the that's the homie. That's that's the team. That's the team behind the team. That's sure. like. Yeah, 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 yeah. But fucking um, yeah, bro. Like that. Like so, what is your biggest? What is your biggest regret? <laughs> I preface this for a reason. What's your biggest regret running shows? 
that's a good fucking question. Um, <laughs> the whole thing for me, question. my nigga. I wish I never did it. I wish I never did it, my nigga. My biggest regret, my biggest regret is how people don't understand when you run shows and you perform on the motherfuckers, you have to deal with so much shit and you oh. still got to go perform. You got to promote, produce, pay everybody and perform. And motherfuckers expect you to be amazing. You got to ask all, you got to answer a bunch of questions. My folks don't understand, man. If I had a person that, that could do all this shit and all I got to do is just, if all I got to do is show up and be funny, that's going to be my best show. Yeah. But when I got to perform and produce and put this shit together, make sure the door get paid, make sure security get paid, make sure the DJ straight, make sure all the comics are comfortable and make sure there's no fighting and, you know, it's a lot. I don't have no fights. I'm lucky. See, you don't be putting your, you don't put your presence out there. Nigga, I'm I shaking. Don't. I don't know. I don't know if you do that shit because when you shake my hand or dot me up, nigga, nigga, because <laughs> I know everybody want to put a little extra oomph in their fucking like dots when they dot me up. Like, nigga, yeah. you can't fuck with me, bro. Like, <laughs> but nigga, that's like <laughs> I be hitting niggas with that shit all day, bro. Listen, ain't no goddamn fights in my show, bro. Ain't no, yeah, ain't no fight. I, I'm lucky I haven't had none. But like, luckily I haven't had any. But it's just you, you like you know you know Tony you Spoon is people. probably the closest. Right, Tony Spoon is probably the person's fight, closest fight I've ever had, <laughs> and that was because he told the crowd, "Nigga, y'all better not come up here. I'm gonna fuck you up and put on gloves while he was on stage." Nigga, that shit <laughs> was the funniest shit. I think it was like right after the comic got hit with the with the. You remember the comic got hit with the pole? <laughs> that was Steve Brown. Yep, Steve Brown at the fucking comedy house. Yep, that was fucked up, man. Got hit with the mic stand, nigga. Yeah, man, that dude went crazy in there, man. Steve ain't deserved that. It was right after that, and Tony yeah. was like, "I dare you, motherfuckers, to rush this stage. I'm gonna fuck one of you niggas." Oh, up. that's hilarious, <laughs> nigga. That comment on that is impeccable. Yo, oh, Tony, Tony Spoon cool. is crazy. We've been posting. Oh, man, I've been trying to get Tony on the podcast for years, but I mean, yeah. like at least the last year. That's my guy. Yeah, bro. he does. Yep. Good dude, man. But not yeah, but not. But people like when they come to running shows, I be trying to tell people all the time, like when I'm trying to put together a show, bro. I got so much shit through my head. I tell people like, like people be like, can I come to your show? I'm like, no. Like I'm like not even not with me. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it probably fucked up my marriage, and it's probably fucking up every relationship I tried after my marriage, nigga. Like really? I don't. You're not allowed to come to my show. You can come. I swear, not a show that I put on. You can come to a show that I'm getting paid for. You can't come. I don't want you at no open mics because I use open mics for yeah. open mics. Yeah, I use open mics to figure out shit. I don't yeah. know. This joke is probably going to be horrible. This joke right. probably going to be good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I use my open mics for open mics. Yeah. So I don't want you there for that because I like I need to be able to test in private. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then fucking if I'm getting paid for a show, you can come to a show. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But I, if I'm, I got I'm if I'm producing it, no. Yeah. Nah. I, I don't really limit where my life. Well, what my wife, what show she can come to. She. Oh no, you said it right. Actually, Your life. You said that. Right. My life, yeah, my life, wife, same shit, right? <laughs> yeah, I said it right the first time, nigga. <laughs> you said that right. You said but that right. Nigga. Life, <laughs> because because she's in the business. Because like when I was running shows heavy in Jacksonville in Florida, I had a, yeah. I had a, uh, I was, I had access to a comedy club, and man, I, I needed help because I'm one of the motherfuckers. I'm, a, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to running my shows, so I don't yeah. really want a lot of help because I know how the comedy shit's supposed to go. But yeah. man, she started working the door with me and start doing the accounting. 
because she's an accountant by trade. Mm. And uh, she, so she really know the business. You know what I'm saying? She know how shit should go. She know how, you know, our projections as far as like tickets being sold and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Nigga she, nigga, She'll go out and like motherfuckers be like, yeah, he, he got to go. My wife know the business. My wife could produce a comedy show right now if she wanted to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's because, what's it, up. It's, like, I think, yeah, it's, I, you know, I that's, think that's, that's just I think it shit is cool, like, and and I think it's all off of the bond that you have for a person, right? Or have, yeah. a, have a bond you have with a person. But the 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 you have to know some part of this industry yeah. to do it. You get what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like you said, she's an accountant, so at, at the end of the day, she understands the books at home. Right. You know what I'm saying? So she understands like if the money comes. Like my girl didn't do no accounting. The fuck you talking about? <laughs> I did that shit. <laughs> my girl but don't do nothing so much, bro. They can't help but know what. Bombing is they can't help but know you know what a premise mean what a you know what, what a setup is and she'll be like that shit hack like that shit he was doing on stage that shit I'm like what nigga, like my my, my kid say shit like that nigga I've dated so many I, I need to take that back I've, I've <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble this nigga this nigga gonna get in trouble, get in trouble on his own my podcast. personal life man in my personal life nigga I can't do that nigga. <laughs> I've dated some chicks that like I'm like. Like my girl now, she knows what a she knows what a bad joke is. Uh -huh. She can tell you who's horrible, who's good, and all that good shit, right? Right. But like everybody that I've ever dated between my wife, my girl, like any girls in between, be like, "Yo, can you stop talking about comedy, nigga?" That's how, like, nigga, that's how you like. I love comedy, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, bro, I literally go to work. The reason why I moved to New York, I took, I literally, basically took. Like forty k out of my annual salary uh -huh. to come up here. Yeah, right. I go to work. I go to open mics. I come home do the podcast. I go. I'll go to sleep. I go to work. I go to open mics. I come home do the podcast. I go to work. Go to go to a po open mic. Come home. Go to sleep. That's my okay. whole day. That's that's the life I want, bro. No, you don't. I do. No, I think I, I thought I did too. I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought I, I thought I was like I kept and I kept saying it to Lloyd Lee. I was like, bro, I can't wait. Like this is gonna be the I'm shit. I'm telling you, you because you're living it. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing as a comic that's trying to be the, to, to trying to rise to the top. They're trying to be the cream of the crop. It, it takes it, that. It do, but it I don't think it should. <laughs> Look at it. And I don't want nigga. Listen, do you not? All right. Do you, do you know how to make? Do you know how to uh, make a cake from scratch? No. Okay, I, I do. Get... I do. I've never. I still go to the store and buy a box. Nigga, fuck you talking about. <laughs> nigga, I'm not doing all this dumb shit. Nigga, you fucking out your mind. <laughs> you know what? It's no cheat code to this shit. It's not to, to to be. You know what I'm saying? To be elite at this shit. It's no right. cheat code to it. You have to put right. that work in. Even though social media will have you think that it's you a cheat code fast. Yeah, to, yeah. to the success, nigga, it's not. You have to do the shit you're doing in New York, open mics, dedicating your life to comedy, book shows, dedicating your life to comedy, podcast. You, nigga, you have to do that. Nigga, I mean, I'm going to be so honest with you, bro. Like like Rashawn said, suck it up. Yeah, all right, nigga. It's so hard. It's so easy to tell motherfuckers to suck it up when you got money and they don't. Oh my <laughs> right. god, nigga. Them up, so that, that's a buck. Like, did you like nigga? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it was like the pandemic. Every time you think this pandemic is over for producers, 
that bitch would be like, ha ha, got you, bitch. Like, nigga, I was yeah. like, we came out of September. I said, ooh, <clears throat> I'm on fire. Yeah. I was like, all right, I can get to New York. My shows, like, I got so I got enough shows to pay and all this shit. I'm gonna get a bullshit job. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to do comedy. I'll get back down, do my shows. Nigga, I did not, I did not do my my equations correctly, nigga. <laughs> you didn't anticipate it. I anticipated all this, nigga. I gave up a whole apartment. Luckily, I like you know what I'm saying. My girl got one, but like, yeah, I, I gave up my whole apartment. I gave up all my fucking nigga. The only thing I kept from my apartment is my TV and my clothes, my guy. Like, yeah, yeah nigga. I don't have my desk, like nigga, down to my desk. I do me and my brother. <laughs> I, I took my, my plates in the house. A girl was like, get this shit the fuck out of here. I was like, yeah. okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, what part you live in? Huh? What part of New York is he in? So, I'm, he lives in the worst part of the fucking whole state for comedy. Where? The Bronx. The Bronx. Ooh. For any comic, let me, let me, because nobody gave me this fair warning. For yeah. any comic moving to New York, do not move to the Bronx. It's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. Not, not it's worth it. Nigga, I had somebody today, because at first I said, nigga, I'm not doing no shows. I'm coming out here. I'm going to be a comic, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, I got my shows at home. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm looking at it, and I'm like, nigga, I should have bought all my, I should have got all my shows up here. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> about, bro? <laughs> Driving back home ain't where it's at, my nigga. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel your that shit. Huh? I was in New York like two weeks ago. I didn't do no comedy, just I haven't been in like three years. Nah, but, um, it's like so all the all the comedy clubs are down in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, then you 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 need to probably be in like Brooklyn, Queens, to Brooklyn, Queens, or Manhattan. If you ain't if you ain't if you if you ain't making if you ain't making a hundred figures, do not go to Manhattan. That is just a dumbass move. And you trying to yeah. live off you trying to live off like eggs, milk, niggas. <laughs> Yeah, the bears, nigga. You trying to live on eggs, milk, and bread, nigga. The fuck you talking about? Yeah. Uh, but no, no, like, like all the clubs are really in Manhattan, Brooklyn, um, and then Queens, and then all the open mics are really Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, and then on the outskirts, you have like you can go to Harlem, like it's like mm. one show in Harlem, one show here, one show there. Yeah. But like the majority. The, Cluster fuck of shows like the reason why you want to move up to New York, all in like Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so it's like, so it's like you gotta be. You probably want to be in one of those cities. Like, yeah. if, so if you live on like Ishmael lives out here in the Bronx. Like me and Ishmael live, but like, I take that back. Ishmael lives in the Bronx, but we don't even live close by each other in the Bronx. Ishmael mm-hmm. lives like closer to everything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah, yeah. it's a, it's bitching it's but think- you get used to it. Do you think as a comic that you need a considerable amount of heat before you move to New York or LA? Like, should you so, be now? This is what the show is named for. I'm gonna be honest with you. This right here is what the show is named for. Dog, and I say this to anybody, bro. Like coming up here and starting to realize it, everybody that's funny up here that is from here is cool. Everybody that left their scene too early sounds like the uh, the motherfuckers from here, yeah. So it doesn't it, like everybody that was funny at home before they came here. Mm-hmm. Them niggas is fucking stupidly funny, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you like the oddball out, right? Yeah. But everybody that was wasn't funny at home and moved here, them niggas sound like they they sound like they sound like they trying to get on them. They sound like the actors trying to do a comedy sketch. Yeah, and I hate that. 
So yeah. here's what I noticed about New York comics. A lot of them will conform to what they think the audience is going to laugh at. So they do a lot mm -hmm. of Spanish jokes. They do a lot of mm -hmm. Jamaican impressions, a lot of African impressions. And they do a lot of New York references. But I think that's any city you go. Any city you go to, you hit, you're going to hit, like, if you go to Baltimore, all them niggas make Baltimore references. DC, yeah. DC, DC make DC references. Like, yeah. whatever city you are. But, yeah, up here, them niggas conform like a they motherfucker. conform like a motherfucker. But, the, but this the bitch, though, right? Like, and I, and I say this, like, I say this wholeheartedly, right? Every scene has bad comics. Doesn't matter what, how big or small the scene is. The percentage yeah. of bad comics in your scene is still a percentage of the bad comics. And so if that percentage is 80%, 70%, 60% <clears throat> of yeah. bad comics, yeah, they all bad comics. You know ah. what I'm saying? No matter what. But so, but New York, that's the kick, right? The percentage of New York is the same, right? <clears throat> yeah. But it's so many more comics. So that means there's so many more bad comics, but yeah. so many more good comics. And then this is like, these niggas don't even be knowing this, knowing each other. Like, yeah. Like weird as hell. I think the only scene I went to where I was like, oh, shit, nigga, everybody's funny and everybody's different. I did Leon Rogers' room in Chicago on a Wednesday night. And when I motherfucker, it was packed out. Um, it was maybe 150 people on a Wednesday night. I was like number, I was like fourth. When I tell you one through three was like, what the, f I'm like, what the fuck, nigga? I wasn't worried. Cause it was kind of like the first time I saw you when you I had to follow you after you did the security joke, and that shit was just blah 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 blah. blah. I'm like, what the fuck right. is that big nigga? <laughs> so so nigga, so that Chicago night, but it made me elevate my shit, and I did really right. well. Right. And you know, and when you do that, they're like, oh shit, nigga, hey nigga, you funny. So I think that if you're not in a scene where you have to elevate. Your set when when the motherfuckers and even just an open mic, if you don't have to elevate your set and like really have to go out there and hoop, it's like a dunk contest. Motherfuckers throwing up the backboard and you know what I'm saying, doing three sixties and you go up there with a regular old dunk. Nah, nigga, they ain't fucking with that. You got to go up that motherfucker and go between the legs and you got to you got to you got you have to elevate your shit. And I think that's what make you a better comic. Nah, I think you I think you are absolutely correct, bro. I don't even know if you realize we just did an hour, fam. What? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? Nigga. That's it. That's all, folks. Yo, what you got coming up, yo? We got to talk more, nigga. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to you, baby. We out. That's why I'm mad with it. Get it? That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it.